I'll try to give you a 10-minute condensed version of what I was going to talk about. But it kind of ties in with, with the theme of the whole night and what's going on. And, and actually, Pastor Josh teed it up awesome for me. And I, I want to go back to what he was talking about. He was talking about the guy that wrote that song, It Is Well With My Soul. How is it that somebody who's facing something so difficult can say something so counterintuitive to the situation that he's facing? It's interesting. He tapped into something. It's actually something that we're all commanded to do. But then he also went on and he shared something in Ecclesiastes and it's something that's also counterintuitive to the way that man would normally do things. Both of those scenarios are great examples of kingdom principles and kingdom practices. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. Is We're just going to talk about the kingdom very briefly. But it's not something that we should just talk about briefly. Pastor Dwayne has been doing a phenomenal job over the past couple weeks and the past couple months talking about the kingdom, talking about what the kingdom on earth looks like. He's been doing a phenomenal job talking about it. And it would be very easy to come to church, like we just talked about, in a routine matter and miss the heaviness and the weight and the complexity, not necessarily complexity, but the importance of what he's saying. What he's saying about the kingdom of heaven is everything. It's everything. And I actually, the, the title of my message tonight is Exchanging Confusion for Clarity. That's what the message of the kingdom has the capability of doing. Exchanging confusion for clarity. Because it's so easy to slip into confusion in this thing we call Christianity. And I'll show you how that happens in a moment. And I'm only going to talk about two C's. Uh, If I was more creative, I could have thrown a couple more C's in there. Confusion, clarity. Um, In the spirit of Steve Hage, who's going to be here on Sunday, you know, I I put a tagline on the message. It doesn't even make sense, but I threw some more C's in there because this is what the Hage would do, right? So the title is Exchanging Confusion and Clarity, Creating Clever Contribution, Confident Courage, Candid Career Content, Courageous Creativity, and Clean, Calm Coconut Candy. Come on, somebody. (laughs) It's just a little bit of age for you. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, come on Sunday, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Usually his is more with P's. So like, you know, Peter Piper prophesied a pun. I I can't even do it. So you're only getting two C's from me tonight, confusion for clarity. But what do I mean by that? So here's, here's, here's what can happen when we don't understand the weightiness of what Pastor Dwayne has been preaching about the message of the kingdom. Because the message of the kingdom is the gospel that Jesus preached. And I love how Pastor Dwayne said that. Salvation is a byproduct of it. And he even, when he sent out his disciples, he said, preach this message. Preach this gospel. What is this gospel? It's the gospel of the kingdom. It's, it's what he was talking about. But here's, here's what can happen is out of just passion and zeal for God, we can hear about all of the 
benefits, all of the byproducts, all of the, the things that come with the kingdom of heaven. We can hear about the miracles, and then all of a sudden, you know, we'll, we'll see a ministry that is moving in signs and wonders and miracles, and it's like, okay, that's what I need to focus on. So you start pursuing them, learning from them, and there's nothing wrong with that. But then all of a sudden, it's like you hear something about faith from over here. And it's just like, oh my gosh, that's the message that I need to pursue. And so you start digging into faith. And then, and then all of a sudden, um, somebody comes in, like we have a Mike Benson that comes in, and he's talking about all of the amazing things that he's seen in the prison ministry or um, as a conqueror, and it's just like, you know what? That's what I gotta do. I gotta start smashing bricks with my head. And what can happen is it can actually cause a tremendous amount of confusion because the big picture is missing. And that big picture is the gospel of the kingdom. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. What things is he talking about? Before, earlier, he says, he says don't worry and, and say these things, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear. He, he said, seek first the kingdom. So he said, seek, that's an active word. That's our part. Seek. He said first, that's the order in which we seek things. And then he said, the kingdom. The minute we hear kingdom, we automatically are doing it a disservice because of where we live and who we are in our culture. The minute we hear kingdom, we probably start thinking about movies. Depending on when you grew up, you have your own version of what a kingdom looks like or knights and all of that stuff. Or, you know, it's just like, okay, uh, the kingdom of God is, is heaven or it's, it's hard to wrap your brain around what he's actually saying if you don't have a clear definition of what kingdom is. We automatically start thinking democracy or whatever. So seek first the kingdom. It is our first priority to seek the kingdom, but not just seek the kingdom, but a proper understanding of what the kingdom actually is. And that's where Pastor Dwayne has been doing an amazing job talking about it, and, and we, can, we can hear it, and we can walk away from it saying, you know what, wow, that's amazing. My eyes have been open to it. But then, all of a sudden, your focus shifts somewhere else, and your focus shifts somewhere else, and your focus shifts somewhere else, and, and you find yourself back in that area of being completely confused about why God even created you. And that's why a proper understanding of the kingdom is so needed. It's really interesting because we are human beings created for God to live on a planet called Earth. However, while we're on Earth, he originally created us to live according to the kingdom of heaven. According to his kingdom. That's why Jesus said, in Matthew 10, 7, as you go, he's talking to his disciples, he's saying, as you go, proclaim this message. What message is that? The kingdom of heaven has come near. 
He's saying all of the ways that you've learned how to do things, all of the ways that you've learned how to live up until this point, that was for then. Now I'm introducing a whole new way. A whole new way. So what, what is a kingdom? It is a very, very meaty topic to, to tackle in three minutes. But I will just say this so that you have something to grab a hold of right now. Is it is, it's the territory in which God's will is at full rule and reign. And he does that through us. His plan is to restore that through us because of Jesus. Jesus made that possible. So it's, it's important that we understand how the kingdom even operates. That, that guy on the ship going through the storm, he could have gotten to that point and fallen into complete desperation, depression. He could have completely buckled, melted down. But no, he didn't. He did something that was so counterintuitive to the way that we've normally lived that he said, you know what? In spite of that, it is well with my soul. There was something that he tapped into, and it's a way of living that's been restored to us because it's been restored to us by Jesus, but it's a way of living according to the kingdom of heaven. One more scripture that I, I want to reference and then we'll just kind of dance around this for a couple minutes is Proverbs 14, 12. It says, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. Or a way that appears right to man. Man has a way of doing things, but in the end it leads to death. However, Jesus introduced a new way. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. He was saying that now that I'm here, I'm going to introduce a whole new way of doing things, and it was the way things were originally designed. So how can this bring clarity? Because when we understand the kingdom, it actually gives us the entire big picture as to why we're even doing what we're doing. A really, really fun Bible study to do is study the phrase or the words, Jesus went. It's amazing. And a lot of the times, the context wrapped around Jesus went is an invitation for us to went and do the same thing. But he introduced something, but he did it as he went. So the gospel of the kingdom is so important to understand because as we go, as we go through life, as we do the things that God's called us to do, whenever there's an opportunity that presents itself within the tension of, of light and darkness, whenever somebody comes up to us and, and says something that's counter the kingdom, whenever those opportunities are presented to us, we have an opportunity to introduce a whole new way. You know, the, the Bible talks about how a gentle answer turns away wrath. Man's way of dealing with somebody who comes up and cusses them out says, which fist do you want, the right one or the left one? Or say hello to my little friend, right? But God says no. A gentle answer turns away wrath. 
that's what you guys have the capability of doing when you understand that that's a kingdom principle. And so my encouragement to you tonight is if you feel like there's any type of confusion in, 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 your, in your walk with God, or if you, if you don't really know what to focus on, or you feel like you're hopscotching and you're picking from the buffet of all of the amazing teachings or, or all of the amazing ministries that are out there, if you feel like that's a part of your life, my encouragement to you is look into what the kingdom of heaven is. Because it's out of that sole focus that our entire walk flows. And that brings clarity. My wife and I recently just um, looked into the possibility of maybe building a house. Um, we've never had that conversation before with anyone, wanted to see, okay, what is it going to cost? How does it work? How long does it take? And all that stuff. And, and so I didn't do my homework going into the meeting. And so while we're sitting down with the builder, he's talking about all these different house models, Right? And I'm just kind of watching him and my wife talk about the different house models. And this is four bedroom, this is three bedroom, the name of this one, the name of that one. And, oh, this is the one I like, no, this is the one I like. And I want to see this one, I want to see this one. And, and he, the only questions that I could answer was, yeah, we want a double sink and I need the tall toilet. I don't want the short toilet. And, but I was getting confused. I was getting confused because I didn't, I didn't see the big picture. I, I had a, a rough understanding of what they were talking about. I knew I was, we were looking at the blueprints, and I, you know, I could tell, like, okay, yes, that's the garage when you walk in. Yes, that's, that's the living room and all of that stuff. But I hadn't seen a picture of the house. I didn't see the big picture. I didn't see, like, the actual physical picture. And I'm the type of person, like, okay, I get that. I can see that. But now I need to walk through the house. Because it's one thing to see it on a rendering, but it's a whole different ball of wax to actually know what it feels like when you step into it. And that's the same type of clarity that is brought to us as Christians when we understand the message of the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom. And like I said, this is a very, very meaty, meaty topic. We can dig into it. There's phenomenal teachings um, on it. There's lots of resources. And really, my point in bringing it to our attention tonight, I had a little bit more planned, but to help you in this area as we leave, my point in bringing this up is when we understand that we're called to operate according to the kingdom of heaven while we're here on earth, it brings so much clarity to some of the questions that we have. It brings into play the correct motive and heart posture that we should have. Is financial abundance a part of the kingdom of heaven? Yes, it's a byproduct, but it's not a sole focus. And so when our heart is postured to the kingdom of heaven and expanding the kingdom of heaven, the resources will be there. But it was the seek first the kingdom of God and those resources are added. Is healing available to us? Absolutely. Is it available through us? Absolutely. Is it a sole focus? No. It's a byproduct of understanding what seek first the kingdom means 
what the kingdom is, and all of that is added to it. And so if this is something like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about, what you're trying to say, or I don't even know if I understand what a kingdom is, there are a lot of people. Miles Monroe does a phenomenal job talking about the kingdom. He has a very clear way of breaking it down. He's one teacher that, that teaches it very well. But there's, there's many people out there that teach what the kingdom of God looks like. The kingdom of God has its own way of living. It has its own attributes. It has its own laws. And it has its own um, characteristics. And so if we don't fully understand that, as we go through life, just like all of those scriptures says Jesus went, as we go through life, we're going to be missing opportunities to expand the kingdom. Just like I said, the, the gentle answer turns away wrath. That's a kingdom principle. If we didn't know that, we didn't know it was a promise and it was a part of the way that we're supposed to conduct life here on earth, we would miss an opportunity to bring the kingdom of heaven into that situation. But this isn't a conversation that should bring confusion. It, it's a conversation that actually lifts a weight and brings clarity. Because it's like that big picture. Instead of looking at all of the different teachers, coming on Wednesday, hearing this, coming on Sunday, hearing something else, and, and, and listening to somebody else, and listening to somebody else, and listening to somebody else, when you understand it's all because of the gospel of the kingdom, and all of those things are to support it and to help us and equip us to walk it out, it starts to make sense. It starts to give us that, oh, so that's why we're here. That's why Jesus came. He came to restore the kingdom here on earth. He came to restore the possibility of us even experiencing the kingdom here on earth in its fullness the way that God designed Can I have five more minutes of your time? One other major way, and I'm opening up a can right now, but I believe that this is going to be something somebody needs to hear tonight. One other major way, one of the many major ways that's counterintuitive of how we can interact with the kingdom here on earth is by one of the very first things that was introduced into the garden. One of the very first things that was introduced into the garden is shame. Shame is not a kingdom principle. But when we understand what the kingdom is and how it operates, it gives us the opportunity to walk in freeness of shame. If you notice, when Adam and Eve sinned and, and decided to, to make the decision that made a, they made in the garden of, of Eden, automatically they covered themselves they clothed themselves with something that wasn't supposed to be on them. They were supposed to be able to remain vulnerable and open to God. There was a shift. And, and it said immediately they were naked and ashamed. That right there shows us that something happened to where all of a sudden they stepped out of a way that God originally designed them to live. So that right there is an indicator. Shame is not a principle of the kingdom. There are many things that are part of our daily life. 
that aren't a principle of the kingdom. And that should not feel heavy when you hear that. I want you to get excited about that because every one of those areas is an opportunity to encounter God, to encounter his truth, what his kingdom says about that thing that's in your life, to step in it, to walk in the freedom of it, and then introduce it to other people. Therefore, going forth, preaching that message of the gospel, the kingdom of heaven is here. What, what happened down here tonight? You encountered him. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The way of the kingdom, there was something that happened inside of you. Now you can go, therefore, preach that message that the kingdom of heaven is near. Why? You experienced it. You experienced something that was counterintuitive to man, that, that, that was counterintuitive to the way of man. Because why? How do we know it was counterintuitive? Because what happened down here brought life. It did not lead to death. So I'll wrap this up again for the third time now. The message of the gospel of the kingdom is so necessary for each and every one of us to understand. And my encouragement to you, again, is to dig into it. Dig into it. Go back and listen to some of Pastor Dwayne's messages. He's done a great job speaking about it. Start looking at where they bring it up in Scripture. Start looking at Jesus. When Jesus went, that's an indicator how you can go and introduce the message of the kingdom of God to other people as well. So let's pray. Father, I, I pray that just in the, these few brief moments that we had, that you open people's eyes to a bigger picture of your kingdom here on earth. And that's why we're here, to know you, to show you, and we thank you for that. And God, we thank you that you gave us the only way to make that happen, and that's Jesus. Jesus came so that we could enter that right relationship with you and experience your kingdom here on earth. And I just want to give the opportunity to anyone here tonight you know, you, you may have come forward and, and experienced God in a way that you've never experienced him. And then you went back to your seat and you said, okay, I know I experienced God during worship, but I have no idea what that dude's talking about with spreading the kingdom on earth. That's okay. Because there was a step somewhere in there that was missed and that step is Jesus. He's your way to understand everything that we talked about tonight. So if you're here tonight, and you're saying, you know what? I missed that first step of making Jesus my Lord and Savior. Or, wow, you know what? I can see clearly now. I see a much bigger picture. It's more about going, it's not, it's not about as much going to church. It's, it's more than going to church. It's about being in a relationship with God. Well, what I'm here to tell you is that being in a relationship God with God starts with Jesus. So I just want to give that opportunity to anyone here. If you would say, you know what, I missed that step where I recognized that Jesus is the way to God and he's also the way to living heaven here on earth. If that's you and you want to make that step tonight by accepting Jesus as that way, 
and choosing to follow him, I just encourage you to raise your hand. I'm not gonna make you come forward or anything, but if you just raise your hand, I just wanna lead you in a prayer. Awesome, I see your hand. So just wanna lead you in a prayer and if everyone would, would join in with me, just say, Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you that he died on the cross for our sins. We thank you that he rose again and conquered death so that we can be alive with you forever. And in this moment, I receive you, Jesus. I choose to follow you. And I thank you that you are the way to God and heaven and eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen.